You're listening to the Lone Star Plate Podcast with your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Today, we have a special episode. We are discussing the UFO phenomenon. I myself have dabbled on the surface of this topic for years, but preparing for this episode, I decided to dive deep. And the deeper I went, the more shallow I felt. In 2017, the New York Times dropped an article officially verifying UFOs exist, and we have been studying them for years, we being the US government. For years, the program investigated reports of unidentified flying objects, according to Defense Department officials. It was run by military intelligence official, Luis Elizondo, on the fifth floor of the Pentagon C-Ring, deep within the building's maze. So remember that name, Luis Elizondo. Ability to discuss such phenomena is now, it's not so taboo, and this article more than likely had a big impact on that. There's more than meets the eye about that article but we'll get to that in a bit. Now, there's a lot to unpack in this episode, and this is only the beginning of this journey. The journey to find out if we are being visited by beings from another planet, maybe another dimension. Maybe they've been here the whole time, and maybe, just maybe, none of this is even true, and it's just a hoax. One thing is for sure, the truth is out there. Someone just has to uncover it. In this episode, we'll take a look and discuss New York Post reporter Stephen Greenstreet's report on Luis Elizondo and the future of UFO disclosure. We'll share portions of our interview with well-known Texas ufologist UFO Jane. Her full interview will be available separately on our YouTube channel. We'll also share an unreported sighting from Richardson, Texas, 2009. And finally, we begin with just taking a quick roll call of some of the UFO community's biggest players. All right, who can we believe? So many players in the UFO field, you come to find they don't all get along and they don't all play by the same rules. Stephen Greenstreet, Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp, Bob Lazar, James Lukatsky, Nick Pope, Joe Rogan, Tom DeLong, Senator Harry Reid, Robert Bigelow, Tim McMillan, Mick West, Commander David Fravor, Sean Cahill, Eric Davis, Admiral Wilson, And more and more and more. There are so many names, it's endless. Which brings me to my next point. The government is constantly ridiculed for not being transparent and controlling a narrative. And rightfully so, because they have proven that to be true on a number of occasions. But the truth is, the UFO community is also responsible for not being transparent and controlling a narrative. Let me share an example of exactly what I mean. This is a clip of Luis Elizondo on the Toe podcast earlier this year. We'll put a link in the description if you want to check out the full podcast. The full story that, in, you know, even though I've, I've had people coming after me, I've also had a lot of people rally around me. And, and to me, I'd rather f- I focus on those folks. Uh, those are the folks that I, you know, it just makes you want to do this even more because, you know, they're, they're willing to, to get your back. And are you allowed to say those folks' names? Uh, well, they haven't come out of the shadows yet. They're, they, they're in the process. 
And um, we'll, we'll, we'll let that play out. Uh, but I think it'll be quite obvious when they step out because people are going to go, Oh, that person. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I didn't know that person was with Lou. Um, you know, so I'll leave it at that. Another bread, another breadcrumb, right? <laughs> if we're going to go down this rabbit hole about unidentified aerial phenomena, we need to know if the truth we seek is the truth we should be seeking. So what do I mean by that? So if the top players in the UFO community are presenting uh, facts, videos, stories, right, whatever, is that actually the truth or are we starting on a foundation of misinformation? Look, the number one top player in the UFO community right now is Luis Elizondo. Wikipedia states this about Luis Elizondo. He's a former U.S. Army counterintelligence special agent and former employee of the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence. Elizondo claims to be the former director of the now defunct Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. That's the interesting part. So now through research for this episode, I learned that Mr. Elizondo's story may not be everything he says it is. New York Post reporter Stephen Greenstreet did a great report on this subject, and you should check it out. Here's a quick snippet from the trailer to give you an idea about that video. You are here in the middle of a domino effect. One that started years ago and one that shows no sign of stopping. A bombshell story said UFOs are real. A whistleblower said the government knows. The military has encountered them. Every day, for years, there are videos and photos. Insiders say off-world vehicles. Congress says we need to know more about the UFO. A task force created to figure it out. Are they aliens? Is there doubt? A report's released saying maybe it's real. The information comes with an official seal. A UFO office without delusions will look to the skies and find conclusions. The government seems ready for the long haul. And on and on, the dominoes fall. I will tell you unequivocally that there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. This all seems like it's heading towards an ultimate truth no longer ignored, a revelation for better or worse will further define the universe. But the story was too good to be true. The story was wrong. And instead of being closer to the truth, we probably couldn't be further away. We'll put a link in the description. That video has opened my eyes to some very interesting developments about the UFO phenomenon and Luis's role in it. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. Watch the video for yourself, do your own research, and make up your own mind. So as you can see, it's very interesting. So check that out. We discussed that a little bit with UFO Jane as well. So now let's get to uh, a portion of my interview with Texas UFOologist, UFO Jane. Uh, here's her thoughts on where we should be focusing our energy on the topic. But UFO Twitter, uh, that whole world essentially. So seeing friends bicker with each other about, oh, well, you know, how long was Lou Elizondo, you know, form, former uh, counterintelligence agent and current leading disclosure advocate for the government who's 
now uh, apparently consulting uh, the space force right on on the phenomenon right like you know how long was he really involved and what are his intentions and is he good or bad and and you can have that same argument with every single voice that comes out and tries to be credible about this. I mean, nobody's going to have that argument about me because I don't have as much influence <laughs> as Luel Zondo. But if you gave me that much influence, people would be arguing about me. Before right. Luel Zondo, it was Jeremy Corbell. Oh, is he good or bad? Or who's put him up to this? Or And then before that, it was Tom DeLonge. Well, Tom DeLonge's the hero of disclosure, but he's just a rock star. Why do you trust him? And so it's just, it's the same argument. It's It's a waste of time, in my opinion. It has, and I don't mean that watching the the latest Basement Office is a waste of time. Course, For me as an investigator, I have found it to be a waste of time to try to learn all this stuff. I feel that it's a waste of time from learning about the actual phenomenon. You, you want to focus on the sightings and the evidence and the data, and I respect the hell out of that because that's where I want to be too. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. But as someone new coming into this, right, we also need a foundation to build off of. Yeah. And if we build this foundation on sand, right we build a house of sand here and the tide's just going to come up well then how, how do i begin my research right mm -hmm. what data can i trust to look at sure. right because people are out with an agenda providing certain data so that, yeah. that's where i'm at right so it's 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 almost like for someone new it's almost like i gotta address this over here first but for someone that's been in it a long time i get why you're like i don't even want to deal with that i'm over here which i get it you're just mm -hmm. more advanced in the process of this oh, topic it's advanced. Right? it's just like you know, frustrated or lazy I get it. more than advanced <laughs> i get it uh, first of all let me just explain to the audience real quick um what i'm talking about with that new york post video yeah that video basically you know lou elizondo is um you know someone in the uh, community who worked in the government who said they ran a government program about ufos okay mm -hmm. so i don't want to throw too many acronyms or names right. around for people that don't know this stuff so you can dig deeper and find out but, you know, surface level here. So he said he was working for them. No problem. He's been all over the news, right? Any major news thing, he's the guy, head of the program, whatever. Um, now, this video comes out, Stephen Greenstreet, and he says, well, I don't, how much of that is actually true based on a book that came out in October 2021 called Skinwalkers of the Pentagon or something mm -hmm. like that. I, I can't yeah. remember. But basically, like the real story of, where that money went and who was actually running that program before Lou Elizondo even got involved. This gentleman named James Latasky. Oh my gosh, what, what do I yeah, say? Yeah, you're doing great. You're Is doing great. Yeah. James <laughs> yeah. Lakatsky, yes. Mm -hmm. So he was actually the original one running this program. He actually got the $22 million from the government to run at Skimwalker Ranch uh, with Bass, with this mm -hmm. Bigelow. Uh, Robert Bigelow Industries, uh, with mm -hmm. the help of Senator Harry Reid. Yeah. Um, and that sort of turns out, maybe that's the truth of what was actually happening. So maybe was Lou actually, was that his day-to-day -day job, right? Like nine to five, this is what I'm doing? Or was it like, okay, it's five o'clock, I got 30 minutes, I'm gonna go over here and run a report or check on something, mm -hmm. right? In this five, is it a side activity? Right. And even in this video, he provides, call it a side activity, if you will. Right. Even Lou says that in his own words, right. like not even a program. Um, and where the name ATIP comes from in OSEP, again, I hate to throw around these acronyms. Please mm -hmm. just watch this video and, and, and figure that out. But again, whether or not 
you think Lou Elizondo is doing, if he really is who he says he was, does it really matter, right? Mm -hmm. did, did, did what he do bring attention to uh, the topic and that in and of itself is fine, sort of like, let's just, you know, the ends justify the means. And, no. and now does it really affect my journey in, in the UFO, you know, topic for me personally? Not really. You know what it makes me do? Kind of take your attitude. You know what? Forget all this. Forget Lou. Forget this. I'm done with you. You know, do what you want, man. This is where I'm focused. This is what I'm going to look into. This is yeah. who I'm going to listen to. You know, the people that I feel that are just being genuine and having open, honest conversations. And honestly, they're more creators. They're more podcasters, right? These, people, these yeah. are people that really care. That's a good point. And it bothers me that Lou and people like him will take advantage of people um, like this mm -hmm. who want to do the right thing, want to send the right message, want to support and they get taken advantage of. And I don't like that. And I'm gonna focus over here on these people that are having more genuine conversations and really care. And yeah. that, that's where I'm finding my heart going. And mm -hmm. I think Steven said it right, where he said, you know what, just the first episode is this. Now we're moving on to the stuff. Let's yeah. get down into the history. Like yeah, you yeah. said, the mm -hmm. history, the real stuff, we can't forget about that. Where did yeah. this all start? Did we build this? Was this a house of cards that got built? Mm -hmm. Or let's focus on the real, history right and, and really look at this and what's coming forward and i'm with you i want to mm -hmm. go down you know that journey too so that's my spiel yeah i got it out of my oh, system I, I, no I, I i love it i love that your eyes open about this and that's just what i remind people is like be eyes open you know like yeah. wake up people um people are people too even the nicest person can be misled too like let's so let's say um, absolutely it's Shmoo Melipondo or something, and he's a new uh, voice of the people, and we all trust him. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's right about this. I mean, sure. there's no—I don't think there's any human being who we can say is his figure this out. You know, the answers about the cosmos and stuff. So it's very much something yeah. that we all get to have our own opinion about, and we don't have to feel guilty about it if we have a different opinion than like some voice the three you got tom delong kind of started it out right he was to the stars academy you know did joe rogan he was talking about some pretty woo woo stuff there that if you notice jeremy corbell kind of kind of slid in there and became a pretty popular voice went on joe rogan with bob lazar he actually reached out to me we did i went out to area 51 during the storm area 51 craziness with, oh, wow. with them and accompanied him oh. there and um was part of that like the counter movement to the storm area 51 and so we could talk about that was, was some great stories there wow. uh, so he tried out to, and then then Lou Elizondo around that time was making speeches doing the interview rounds gaining his fandom if you will and so to me it's like okay these people are all really important people doing way more than I ever could or maybe even would <laughs> honestly i don't know that I, I couldn't do as many interviews as lou has done right uh we had to reschedule this one <laughs> for yeah. example um so it's just huge hats off to all these people and everything they've done but at the end of the day it really comes down to the evidence and and what these ufos are and if they're real or not i don't i think th there's debate and rumor about what evidence lou Elizondo behind the scenes has helped to leak um but all, all of these pieces of evidence, you know, none of these Tom DeLong, Jeremy and Lou <clears throat> were not the witnesses to any of this evidence we're talking about. Right. Um, they're not the ultimate 
source of truth, right? There really are, and I don't mean this in a condescending way, but they really are just another opinion, um, right? You know, one of the most famous cases here um, in Texas was East Texas was in the 80s and it's called the Cash Landrum incident. So if you guys want to go down the rabbit hole, if I said a lot of things that were confusing to you so far, just you know, go look up the Cash Landrum incident. And this was a very clearly documented case of um, is that two women and one of the women's grandchildren, little small child, they were driving in the car in the piney woods in East Texas, like perfectly spooky setting. Wow. And yeah. uh, they see a, a well, diamond shaped craft, like a triangle with the top cut off, just hovering there in the sky. And so they get out, they part, pull over and they get out of the car and they're slapped with intense heat. So, um, and it actually left marks on their car. Um, helicopters, uh, we were the little boy actually counted them up. I think it was like 32 or 33 um, cash land room, 33 helicopters, I think, that were swarming around them get back in the car. Uh, but they ended up having essentially what we can guess might have been radiation symptoms, right? So this is, look, this is just one of many, many historic cases that I refuse to forget about while we look at this new wave of evidence, right? Because what we can conclude then is one of two things, right? This was indeed an alien spacecraft and this cover-up goes back you know for years and um we've got to get to the bottom of that right or um this wasn't an alien spacecraft and our own government or a foreign government has been toting around these craft and we've been seeing strange things and it's even had negative effects you know on our own citizens and those are the only two possibilities to me I, i've talked to um Gary Voorhees, one of the witnesses to the Tic Tac UFO. Um, also, Alex Dietrich, too. I've talked to her. I really trust them. I think they're telling the truth. I don't think they're lying. They, they saw something weird. I think all the witnesses are telling the truth. I think people have been seeing weird things ever since Roswell and before. Um, but we cannot just ignore the history. It would be, um, if people are wondering, I, I do think UFOs are real, <laughs> if I sound skeptical. Um, I, no, I'm, no, a no, no. I'm a believer, you know, that there's yeah, something yeah. going on. So you're you're a believer, <laughs> you're a believer that something's flying around and, but you're not saying it's aliens yet. You don't think yet, there's I'm any not evidence, saying, period. Uh, right I mean, not yet. Now, no smoking gun. In the modern, in modern day reports, no smoking gun. Now, if the smoking gun is popping up and, um, I used to keep up with international stories a lot more. It's getting, you know, pushed back down. It's getting covered up real fast. I do think that's possible, more possible than people realize, especially when you're talking about um, sightings, maybe in other countries where you have a, a foreign language barrier. Um, it's amazing the media blackout. So it's not, I wouldn't say that there's, there could be things happening, um, but they're not happening in Texas what I would say. I don't think they're happening in Texas or it's, it's very locked down. You know, it's, it's not, it's not getting to my desk, if that makes sense. It's, sure. it's getting locked down before it's ever making it yeah. to a desk like mine. About a year now, I've been having these conversations with my friends about something that I call like digital aliens that I think mm -hmm. 
because I was like, you know, it'd be a great movie. They always have the movies, the aliens come in ships. And I said, man, if aliens are coming, they're not coming in ships, physical ships, in my opinion. They're coming digitally. They're coming yeah. like lightning bolts. They're coming as information. They're going to be like scrolling through. You're not going to see them. They're going to be yeah, like right? in, your, in your data flying mm-hmm. through the, you know, signals and stuff. That's, that to me is where an intelligent species would progress, right? They'd say the body, this is, this is so... 20 years ago, you know, like Mm -hmm. 2 billion years ago, forget bodies. We live in another world. We live in a digital world, right? It's like, well, we can't see that world, right? I think, okay, in in society, I'm going to jump around here, but okay. I love it. (laughs) In the world, right? We at one point thought the earth was the center, right? We thought it was flat. We thought a lot of things. We thought, I've been, I used to live in Spain and I've been to somewhere in Spain called Finisterra which means the end of the earth. And at the time, it's on the Atlantic Ocean. And at the time in Europe, that was considered the end of the earth. They Mm -hmm. would walk to the beach and that was it. They thought, if you go out to the ocean, that's it, guys. This is literally where Christopher Columbus, everyone sailed off from, this area. So it's funny, right? Like at that point, they thought that was the finish line. Of course, we come to find out it's not. They right. were able to sail, find more land. We realize it's it's uh, round. We realize we're not the center of the universe. There's other planets flying around a sun, mm-hmm. right? Basically, what I'm getting at is our reality expands and changes what we think of our reality every so often, right? Mm-hmm. So what is that next reveal? Could it be that it is something we haven't even thought of, which is digital it's a world we can't see right it's a world you have to get to a much different way you know there could be this whole other way to live that has nothing to do with the physical matter Mm -hmm. in that sense right it's like why couldn't it be that way like uh, yes simulation theory and all that but beyond simulation theory like beings get so advanced they stop becoming physical beings Mm -hmm. there are there are no structures there are no energy sources they're not trying to you know uh get the energy of the sun they're not they're not around Mm -hmm. they they move on to another plane of existence right and we're stuck in this right we're like why where is all the life why is it not flying around right life when it can get to that point it decides why would i do that (laughs) traveling is too hard so let's create a world that we're going to dump ourselves into and that's the end of it i don't know again i'm theorizing Mm -hmm. but when you said that with the phones like yes they're going to come to the phones to me i was like that's how i think aliens would come i don't think it would be physical I could be wrong, right? I'm just no, theorizing. I think you're, re- I I think you're really on to something. Right. I've had- um, and this is kind of where I want to just, you know, sort of summarize here um, mm-hmm. at the end uh, for everybody. You know, I don't want to scare people away on the topic. I didn't want people to be like, oh, my God, okay, Patrick, you're just talking about these people that lying and doing this. Mm-hmm. No, I just want people to know that, you know, go in with an open mind, but go in like, okay, let me check things out. You know, don't believe everything you hear, mm-hmm. right? And... Don't trust everything. Um, just do your research. Find the people you genuinely are attracted to, how they present these mm-hmm. discussions and topics, and and get involved if you want, right? And and do what you can um, as far as that goes. And if you're just interested in learning, I think it was just important to, you know, know what you're learning and know yeah. if that's something you want to have. Because I am about having facts and um, 
you know, the truth behind me when I speak about something. So to know that some things that I'm going to say to somebody aren't may or may not be true. I don't want to say yeah. it like that. Right. I want to know what I'm um, set because now that that burns my credibility. Mm-hmm. Right. For somebody to be like, well, you told me this before, dude, and that turned out yeah. to be total horse shit. So I don't trust anything you say now. OK, you're right. Let, let's 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 come at this. Right. And, and, and we take the show very seriously. We don't want to just yeah. throw out all this stuff about, um, you know, whatever. Basically, what I'm saying is make up your own mind. Go mm-hmm. check things out. Make up your own mind about all these people um, and get involved however you want, right? Um, as far as that goes, I, I don't really know what else. Um, yeah, I mean, I think try, try to debunk things. You know, that's something, um, you know, like go take pictures of stars. They look weird. Like go take a picture of a star, zoom in on your phone. It's going to look weird. And um, it's it just, you know, get used to I would, I would, I do think this is a valuable thing to start understanding sooner than later because I do not think it's going to go away. It's going to, it's going to keep being new stories about it. I do think it's going to be building. We might very well, well be building toward headlines that aliens are visiting. And I don't know how much truth there's going to be right to those headlines. And so it's wow. really important for, yes, I think educate yourself, read old, you have, read old his, read the old UFO books now. <laughs> Um, if you haven't, look, pay attention to the sky, try to debunk things so that you don't fall for a trick. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to fire off all these terms. If you want to Google them, that's what I recommend. Stephen Greenstreet, Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp, Bob Lazar, James Lukatsky, Nick Pope, Joe Rogan, Tom DeLong, Senator Harry Reid, Robert Bigelow. Tim McMillan, Mick West, Commander David Fravor, Sean Cahill, Eric Davis, Admiral Wilson, Bass, Skinwalker Ranch, OSAP, ATIP, Pentagon, Private Industry, Department of Energy, Wilson Document, Black Money, $22 million, Ghouls, Ghosts, Bigfoot, Werewolves, Roswell, Tic Tac, UFO, UAP, UAV, Flying Disc, Flying Saucer, Triangle, Cigar Shape, Orb, green red orange white right all kinds of we've put the full one and a half hour uncut interview with ufo jane on our youtube channel please check it out look let's get to what y'all been waiting for this is the sighting that we never discussed uh has never been discussed excuse me never been reported and um it's from a friend of mine that uh, will remain nameless here's the video of the sighting and you know, let me know what you think. As we are about to pull into um, a McDonald's to get our snack, um, we both noticed some random huge black dot in the sky and we um, both asked each other like what, you see that and we also happened to see um as we're still driving towards the mcdonald's about to turn into the um, parking lot we saw another dot appear black black perfect dot appear out of the sky and another one so it made this it was three dots and um if you were like 
a little kid and connected the dots if they were labeled one, two, three, it would have made like a triangle. The next thing we know is it's there's this like black hole in the middle of this triangular shape, except it was shaped like the triangle. And um, then very quickly, one dot went away, the other dot shot off, and the other dot went away, just like that. And um, it was definitely not a plane, airplane at all. So, hope you enjoyed that video. Absolutely fascinating, right? If you have a story, you want to share it, um, and you're honestly okay with revealing all the details and want to go public with it, reach out to us. Let us know. We'll be happy to uh, discuss potentially uh, doing that for another episode, right? So, again, I hope you enjoyed all the videos we've shown. Uh, the Tic Tac videos, those are official videos. We'll put links in the description so you can... Um, officially you know go watch uh the videos and download them for yourself they're on government websites um and yeah you know this is just a topic have fun with your friends talking about it i think that's the most fun that i got out of this right and the the thing i do the most is just sort of theorize uh, but look again the truth is out there someone just has to uncover it so thank you so much for watching and listening thank you for the support um yeah, as always, stay Lone Star. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Lone Star Plate Podcast with your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. For more info, go to lonestarplate.show.